It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Joel and Fletch, not Fletch today. I'll get to our guests very, very shortly. All thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. And I've mentioned this many times. I bought a Hyundai the other day. Great little cars. We welcome our listeners, however you're tuning in. 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, 16.20 on the Gold Coast, 6.93 a.m. in Brisbane. Those on the app, those on the podcast, we say a big hello to you, however you're listening. Maybe it's a Saturday morning for you. You're listening to the podcast. We welcome you aboard no matter what. Now, we are coming to you live. It's a little bit Yothu Yindi, I don't mind saying. But we're coming to you live from Blitz Golf at Wollongong Golf Club. 24 players. What a great concept. Now, I've just wrapped my head around this. We've got a lot live around the grounds. We'll get around the grounds very, very shortly. But 24 players, 10 holes, 3 rounds. After 6 holes, 50% for those good at mass, that's 12. Uh, they're gone. Tata, Tatiana, Western Webb. The other, like rest of them march on to the ninth, and then we have those, if we haven't got a clear-cut winner, they will have a nearest the pin. It's a wonderful concept. Blitz Golf at Wollongong Golf Club, $20,000 in prize money. The pros are all attacking. Nearest the pin, as I said, could possibly decide it. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it's a big show. We've got former Dragon Aaron Gorrell. He's going to talk about the big three walk from Newcastle. Newcastle to the MCG. Wow. They did it last year from Newcastle to the SCG. Is that a typo? That's, yeah, it is. So it's not the it's MCG? SCG. Oh, it is the SCG. Okay, we'll get, we'll get to the Christmas party last night very shortly. So, Brooksy and also Gibbo, they've had a big night at the, um, at the Christmas party. So he's got Aaron Gorrell, the poor bugger, walking from Newcastle to the MCG. Not the whacker, but it is the SCG confirmed. And what about this, ladies and gentlemen? If you, I'm 44. If you're anywhere near my age, you'll appreciate this. Proteus legend, Jonty Rhodes, part of the SEN Cricket Call team. He's going to join us as well. We look forward to that. NBL caller Brad Rosen will pop in for a preview of tonight's match between the Kings and the Hawks here in the gong. But we are joined also by a man who, very, very good rugby league caller, very, very good basketball caller. But what you find in the media world, and I've got to be really honest with this, there are many, many good people in the media world, and there are some people, and I'll be brutally honest, who just think what we do is far more important than what it really is. No one's saving lives. Well, a bloke who truly gets that, <laughs> he's the most knockabout, staunch bloke you'll find. He gets that we're not saving lives. He's a bloke you want to have in your punters club. His name's Matty Russell from Fox Sports. How are you, Matty? Joel, welcome to wonderful Wollongong. Thank you. You are very kind. It is a bit Yothu Yindi here, yes. as you put it. <laughs> very windy. Some would say 
Gail Swift. But welcome to the Wollongong Golf Club. Thank you, Club. mate. What, what a venue. Playing like a true Lynx course today. And a bit of a fact for you right off the top. Do you know that the Wollongong Golf Club mm. is the oldest Lynx course in Australia in its current location? Is that right? 1897. And they have a lager named in honour of that year. Is that the right? 1897. And some gin for the ladies. So after we're off air... Yes. We might just dabble in a couple of them. Well, it's a well, it's a well-told story, where you might have been having a few 1897s at the Win Stadium. Yep. Win Stadium. Oh yes. And you're just sitting there, and you're just a bystander. You're a fan on this day, and all of a sudden, you've had how many did you have? Well, my brother-in-law was down from Orange, and we were in a, a Win Television box. He yep. was advertising through Win right. Television, got some free tickets, and. We probably had four or five. Yeah, and, uh, plus. Yeah, yeah. Warren Smith, the, the elite caller that he is, took Crook. Yep. And uh, I took my brother-in-law in just to see the machinations of broadcast media. Uh, only to be told, Matty, you need to step up because Waz has gone down Crook. So myself and Greg Alexander called the rest of the game. Brandy did a great job. Yes. Me, not so much. Really? <laughs> no, but did you feel sort of... Um the shackles were off. Was it a very no, comfortable no, call? No, the heart sunk. Did and, it? And uh, yes, the heart sunk. And it wasn't wasn't good television. Really? No, no, really? I didn't handle it well. I'm not going to admit that and try and pretend I was. It wasn't a great call. And oh. luckily, Greg Alexander more than held it up. He, he's a good bloke too. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, I grew up across the road, so I would stalk Greg Alexander. So we lived for a while on York Road in South Penrith, and across from us was a canal. Right, and then across from the canal was this blonde brick building, and it was the home that Greg Alexander had bought for him and his family. So, occasionally, I'd be at the front there, and I'd say, "Oh, there's Brandy," you know, and and to think that one day we'd be working at the same station, such a small world, and he's such a legend of the game, isn't he? I thought of Brandy this week when I drove my 16-year-old son out to Landilo uh, to check out a car he was looking to buy with mum and dad's assistance, and yep. we drove straight past St Dom's. And I thought of all the great rugby league players who've yeah. come from that school. Oh, so yes. Brandy was in my mind this week. Yes, uh, and, and I think back as a youngster, Penrith were never my favourite team, but I had great respect. Um, I think back to that grand final they won, 1991. Mm. And there's two iconic moments, I think, which are both heavily underappreciated. So their first premiership. Yes, the try that Izzard scores is one of the great grand final tries and is so understated. And at 17-12, with that old leather ball from right out on the chalk, Brandy Alexander, the captain of the side, has got a kick with, the goal. I don't know, six, seven minutes remaining. If he kicks this, it's beyond doubt. Penrith win. My hair stand up as I talk about it. Penrith win their first ever premiership. And now they're the juggernaut they are again now. But he kicks it so beautifully. And that kick back in the day was a... 5% kick. Honestly, mm. it was a 5% kick. And the pressure, and I keep saying this, some eat it, some get eaten by it. He just ate the pressure. And as a captain, owned the moment. And, and those two moments, that try, where Freddie played a part and MG played a part and um, Izzard finished, it was one of the great grand final tries. But that kick sealed the deal. And he knew it too. He ran yeah. back to the halfway line. He knew that was the kick. You know what? He says that he never really knew whether Penrith would win a first grade grand final until that kick went over. Really? And then 
he said, I knew we'd won. That really? was the moment that he knew yep. he was a premiership winner. And when it comes to Landilo, that place I went to, you know how you go to some joints and you think, you only ever hear of this place once? Yes. It's always the place being evacuated during a Western <laughs> yeah. Sydney bushfire. That's right. That's you right. Know, residents in Landilo have been told to evacuate. That's right. Bain and Bain I can Holt. see why, having been there. Bush yeah. everywhere. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, Brooksy, I'm going to go to Gibbo too if he's standing by. Now, Paul Gibbo, he misses out some of these OBs. We are here parked just... Uh, adjacent to the 18th hole at Wollongong Golf Club. It is windy, but there's so many people here. The, the buzz is here. If you're anywhere around here, get your backside here because it's a magnificent afternoon. There's some great tunes, and I'm imagining that most of these people will go well into the night. Speaking about going well into the night, Brooksman, talk to me. Last night, Christmas party. Last night slash... This morning. No, no, different clothes, Matty. Have an iron the shirt, <laughs> I yeah, noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's the look, the ruffle. The uh, iron, linen. Didn't get, iron didn't get a go this yeah, morning. No, He's no, got no, the linen shirt all up, the linen pants. Yes. The linen on. Oh, linen Fridays after yeah. a Christmas party. No, it was great. Good to catch up with everyone. But would have to say this has got to be one of my favourite OBs coming back down to the gong. Being, yeah. Having been born here, being an Illawarra Steelers fan. Uh, my family's down at Jamboree. We'll be seeing them later tonight. It's just great to be down here. It's one of the best. Like, Wynn Stadium, just across from here. One of the great stadiums in the NRL. But also this golf course. Do you reckon Gibbo too. could dredge up the old Steelers club song? Because I would argue it's the catchiest theme song, even though the Steelers yeah. aren't in the NRL anymore. Yeah. It's the, if you play it today, I guarantee it will be in people's heads all weekend, Brooksy, won't it? Give them a taste of steel. Give maybe? them a taste yeah. of steel. See, I don't, I don't know that song. See, Go the Mighty Panthers is the one. Obviously, the Green Machine was a yeah. big one, but Go the Mighty Panthers, that was a ripper. Um, well, they'd only play it three times a year, down. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we will play uh, Give them a taste of steel, given we're in Wollongong looking down over the steelworks before mm. the show is out. How Tom? long have you been a gong man for, Matty? Uh, 98, I came here from Ireland. Orange. So, oh, uh, Orange. best part of what's that, 25 years? Yeah. yeah, almost a local. Almost a local. I'll let you know a secret. So, James Maloney's from Orange. Um, my mate's from Orange, who, and they don't get the same recognition, and nor would they want that. But he, he's one of the, well, they say he's the Andrew Johns of SAS, but he, he's elite from Orange, right? Mm. Um, but the talent coming through at the moment through Orange, through the touch football ranks, they're winning state titles. Like, it is a... If I was an NRL scout, I'm tapping on that orange window, just going, hello, let us in, what have you got? It is raining superstars. You might have started that. Well, I'm a great advocate and I'm passionate about country rugby league. At the risk of getting too serious yes. on the Joel no, and no, Fletch no, show. No, 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 no. <laughs> having spent 10 years there and yep. travelled all around the countryside covering Group 10, Group 11, the lower grade competitions as group well. 10. Yes. Yeah, group 11's Dubbo and, yep. and further west. Uh, the, the standard of footy was fantastic. What it meant to the communities was outstanding. And since then, I, I've been saddened by the demise of these competitions, uh, often struggling to have four or five teams. So... We know the talent's still there, as by yep. the story you just told, but we need to make sure that Country Rugby League heads in a different direction than it has for the last decade. So Country Rugby League, is it a Rugby League-specific thing? Because I'm starting to sway the other way. Is it a Rugby League-specific thing, or is it a culture thing as far as soccer may be struggling as well, AFL may be struggling as well? Yep. So, so if all codes are struggling, then it's not a Rugby League problem, is it? Maybe not, but if you're just take a very simple approach these competitions have in the past been so yes. strong and, and a, yep. a glorious way to to um, head towards the city the big smoke then there's no reason we can't 
have some strength back in there if we're willing to make some changes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if, if you live in the country, listen to the program, feel free to have your say what you think. Uh, we do like to have a bit of fun on this program. We're also open to, to uh, hear all sorts of things, and hearing all sorts of things means we need to chat to our man Gibbo, who's back uh, <laughs> oh, yes. at HQ. Gibbo, how are you, mate? G'day, boys. How are we? Nice to meet you, Matty. No, no, we're, we're, we're fine. We're yeah. fine, but we're actually far more interested in how you're doing. Oh, look, I'm, I'm not doing great, boys. I've, I've sort of cooked my ankle. I'm not sure how it happened, but I woke up, and it's so fat. Barely walking. <laughs> I'm meant to be playing cricket tomorrow, but I, th I won't be opening with the new ball for Harbour tomorrow, I don't think, boys. I'll be on the waters. Hey, now, Matty, our man Gibbo is the only person that I've ever known who averages one with the bat and gets a brand new bat every year for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know whether Gibbo's clothes look fresher than Brooksy's, who've come straight from the bottom of the washing basket by looking. Oh, yeah. What are you wearing today, Gibbo? I'm wearing the same clothes I was wearing yesterday, but they are they are brand new. They are washed, I can confirm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. How's it down there, boys? Mate, it's outstanding, actually. It's a really good vibe. And to be honest with you, I was a little bit naive as to what we were coming to. But if you're anywhere near Wollongong, you can hear Jimmy Barnes in the background. You've got to get your backside down here. It's a great vibe. And the next time, I was umming about bringing the young bloke out of school and bringing him down, and I, ultimately I didn't decide upon it. But I wish I did now. It's, it's a really good vibe, Matty. Yeah, Blitz Golf. It's the brainchild of Simon Zybeck. The tournament director might drop in later on, Joel. But you mentioned it off the top. 24 players over 10 holes. There are three cuts. Prize pool of 20,000 bucks. So a nice Christmas fill-up for someone. Stadium hole. Beer tents, pop-up bars, food vans, a kid's zone, and as you can hear in the background, music aplenty. Quite the fitting way for you to sign off for the year, I oh, believe, Joel. Absolutely. I'm just going around the grounds here. So we've we've got to the cut point, and after six holes, if you haven't got plus one after six, this is the sort of talent we've got in the wind. If you haven't got plus one, you're joining us very shortly. What, what's that beer that you like? The 18... The 1897. Well, you can go dive into an 1897. That was the plus year one worse. Wollongong Golf Club formed. And Oscar Foreman, the former sharpshooting NBL star, has had plus 13 through yeah. six holes. So he fills the celebrity category yeah. of the elements. Actually, he's only through four holes and he's plus 13. So he shan't be featuring no, 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 no. in the Os cut. Oscar's uh, or making the cut. So Samuel Caschio and Lincoln Tye. Well, I'll tell you, it's tight. Uh, they're both one under. So from one under to plus one, 12 players are separating just two shots. So it's an amazing, it's, just, it's a wonderful concept. Yeah, they call it the T20 of golf, yep. Joel. So we know that live golf's on the scene. Maybe T20 golf, this blitz golf format might uh, have some traction as well. But I think it's got to be, like, say for me, Maddie and you, we've got the same identical families. We've got the two girls mm. and the two boys, four kids. That's, that's not the problem. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're the problem. But if you could turn up on a Saturday and, and play a blitz comp in your A, B, C or grade, yes. and you're out after six or you march on, get sign me up. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, time's the problem for you and I, isn't yeah. it? When you're shuttling kids left, right and centre, yeah. doing different jobs, it's not easy to get 18 holes in. So blitz golf, it might be the way of the future. How many people, if if they said to their partner, look, I'm going to play blitz golf. Uh, look, if I, if I don't make the cut, I'll be home earlier. 
How many people would, would make the cut every single week? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or fail to make the cut, you mean? Yeah. Or, or oh, make the cut. No, they, they, they'd actually <laughs> yeah. they'd fail plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. But when they're going home, <laughs> sorry I'm late, made another playoff, got beat, you know. You know, we do Saturdays in the gong out of here every Saturday during the footy season yeah. on SEN down here, 1575 SEN Illawarra track. And you get here at 8 o'clock before the show. And the, the field's in there having a few starters before they go at nine. And I'll tell you what, eight o'clock beers makes for a long day, you a think, few, Joel? A few settlers, you reckon? Mm, um, absolutely. Sean suggests around Gibbo, swollen, painful, not sure how it happened. It only equals one thing, gout, buddy. That's no, what Sean's saying. It's not gout, mate. It's not, it's not gout. gout. Uh, some people have suggested this before to my sort of injuries on my nighttime activities. And mostly they do suggest things like gout. Oh, I can confirm, boys, I have not got gout. Okay, it's just too long out. Hey, Gibbo, just to test how you are feeling today, here at Wollongong Golf Club, they offer what they call Ambrose boards, like Kirtley Ambrose yeah. boards. There's four different varieties, but Gibbo, would you be able to stomach the Grande Ambrose board today? I'll tell you what's on it. Chorizo, fried chicken, pork belly. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah, marinated octopus. Sweet potato scallops, chips, salad, chili barbecue sauce, some goji chang, whatever that is, yeah. and some pita bread. So, Gibbo, would you be up to stomaching that today? Oh, mate, you... absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that Young twice, actually, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe I, a couple of beers. The good, if you know what the goji cheng is, I reckon it sounds good. Well, the Ambrose boards are a winner. Perfect yeah. for a group of blokes. Yep. You don't want a big feed, you just no. want to nibble on something. No. They go a long, long way. Have your say on the Lawn Hub open line. one 1170 <laughs> is the way to do that. You can also text 0457 736 736. Yes, watch the P. Uh, the L and the P very close together, Matty, so just watch the P. I often listen to the show, but I haven't heard the Lawn Hub <laughs> yeah, get a yeah, run be before. careful with it. Um, what I'll ask as well for our listeners, so Jonty Rhodes coming on our show, Matt Russell. First South African to take 100 catches in one-day internationals. Is that right? You, you wouldn't dare run two on Johnny Rhodes. No. He was so sharp. Uh, Ponting-esque, but he was the one, Johnny Rhodes. So I want to ask you this, uh, our listeners, this. In sport, there are so many elements to it, and I'm not talking about the best sports person. I'm talking about the best one percenter, the one who had a little niche thing like Johnny Rhodes. Is there a sport where you think... They weren't the best player, but by gee, in this particular element, they were the gun. Let us know what you think. one 1170 or text 0457 736 736. What would rugby league's equivalent of that be, Joel? What's the, the one percenter that goes underrated in rugby league? You well, couldn't say could goal be a, kicking. That's there could two. be heaps of them. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. It could be, it could be, it could be the world's fastest play the ball. It could be, it could be the greatest kick chase. It could be... Yep. The guy who just, uh, whatever you like, intercept. So Stephen Crichton, he, he's the doyen of intercepts, isn't he? Well, you know there's a bloke in my street who played footy with Peter Volandis. Yes. And I was asking him about Peter Volandis, the rugby league player, not the rugby league administrator. No. And he said that he was the best front-on tackler in the world. No one got past him. No. Not, not athletically gifted, not fast. N not a lot going for him in terms of being a rugby league star, but, don't, but don't a tackling machine. Yeah. You don't go past him. That's right. There's your one percenter. That's what we're looking for. Little nichey things in sport, like Jonty Rhodes with the fielding. If there's something there, let us know. G'day, boys. Triple P here, a.k.a. Perth Parapest. 
Rugby league tragic here in Perth. There was a lot of interest and hype with State of Origin here in Perth this year. The NRL didn't capitalise on it, says uh, Triple P. The NRL should have put a few of the round games on the week after Origin to keep the hype going. Once Origin was done, the city moved on and no one here has spoken about the game since. I think it's a big missed opportunity to find the NRL. And he goes on, uh, he goes on, says uh, Perth Parapest. That aside, because that's been there, done that, that's happened now, gone. Do you want a team in Perth, Matty? Yep. Every time I've gone yeah. there, the call games will be associated with games in Perth. The reception has been incredible. Yeah. Good crowds. Uh, Great attendances at the team training sessions before kickoff. Yep. Uh, I'm lucky enough to know a few people over there who are huge advocates for rugby league and spell out very good cases. I hear people saying you've got to expand in New Zealand or in Brisbane, uh, Queensland. Yes. And they're legitimate arguments, but from my limited experience, is that your number in one Perth, place? Is it? I would go to Perth. Perth. Opens up another time zone. Yep. Makes it a national competition, truly, rather than Eastern Seaboard and, yep. and New Zealand. Uh, I have seen no failings from Perth yet. Yeah. What about you? Well, Tigers fans won't love this. I don't think we need another team. But we've been so nomadic at the Tigers. And as I said, those at the Tigers would not like me saying this. And I don't have, I'm not privy to the information that the decision makers have. But the West Tigers, I feel, would be perfect to go to Perth. I, I just think, go and own that. Have your couple of games a year at Campbelltown, at Leichhardt, over the years, if, if one's working, stay with it. If one's not, get rid of it. I just think that we don't need another team for depth-wise, but, but we do need a team in Perth. And I think West Tigers are the nomadic side. Are we at Concord? Are we at Leichhardt? Are we at Campbelltown? Are we at uh, Combank Stadium? Are we at ANZ Stadium? Well, where, where are we? Let's go and be the Perth Tigers. If you played eight games a year, supply and demand, mm -hmm. Only eight games, they would sell that out every time. Less is more sometimes. You see that with the NFL. They play 17 games. That, that's my personal view. But as I said, I'm not privy to the information that the... And there's very smart people at the West Tigers that the decision makers have at their hands. What about the people in Perth, both the fans and the potential corporate support that says, hang on, you're dumping a Sydney club over here. Give us our own. Let us actually take real ownership rather than having a moved club that's only going to play a portion of its home games here and still go back over to its traditional home to play? Do you not give it the best chance of survival in the West if you say, right, oh, new team completely, new club completely, build it from the ground up, this is yours, make it work? But how many people does that really turn off? If you're a young Perth person and you love your rugby league, or young or old for that matter, if a team's invested in the community and they are the West Tigers, which West, the name is mm. perfect... How many people does that really... In fact, we've got to get to the break. Uh, one thing we're not very good at, Matty, is staying at time. <laughs> we're about to go to the break. After that, we've got uh, plenty more still to come. Hey, boys, I will go through these really quickly. In fact, we'll go to the one percenters. There's a stack coming through. We appreciate those. Yeah, Terry Lamb support. That's, yes. that's a terrific one. Uh, Jawa or Jawa. Uh, perfect one. There's a stack there. We'll get to those very shortly. The run home with Joel and Matty Russell on this perfect Friday down in Wollongong. Blitz Golf, Wollongong Golf Club. Get down if you're around here. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. It's Matty Russell in the chair today. We're coming to you live from Wollongong Golf Club, all thanks to Avcon Projects, presenting partner of Blitz Golf Wollongong around the grounds. 
And we have got the cut now, so we're down to 12. We started with 24. We are down to 12 after six holes. It's a fascinating game. Uh, if you wish to see it, Blitz Golf Wollongong Industrial Service. Waste management and emergency response you can trust. That's Avcon Projects. one 1170 is a Lawn Hub call on. Matty Russell in the chair for Bears Head Fletcher. You can grow the best lawn in the street with Lawn Hub. Why am I in the chair? Is he a mile high somewhere, Fletch, at the moment? Not quite, almost. Oh, okay. Almost. Oh, sorry. He's not flying right now, if that's you ask <laughs> Yes, he's not flying. Are you still in, mate? Yes, thumbs up. Here he goes. Okay. Well, he's... Yeah. Six to go play on Big our man. Big smile with 20k up the oh, grass. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the best looking of the 24, I reckon. Um, <laughs> good luck to you, young fella. The singing in the background on Joel and Fletch right now. He's loving it. Uh, thank you very much. Says 953. <laughs> Tom from Manly. I think Manly should move to Perth because Mr. Penn. He's not a fan of Mr. Penn. Uh, Tom from Manly. Um, go para to win the comp in 2023. 1% Good afternoon, lads. Nathan Lyon is the best appealer for either LBW or a catch in the world. Bar none, says Jace. Gibbo had a great 1%. Gibbo, can you relay it without me stealing it for you? Yeah, mate. In the uh, NRL world, Cameron Munster, he's the best at the one-on-one steal. If, if that's a 1%, then I'm not here, boys. 100%. So we're talking about Johnny Rhodes. We'll chat to Johnny Rhodes. Uh, very, very shortly. Keep them coming through. We're not looking for the best sports person on the planet. We're looking for those little niche things. And your sport is the bouncing ball, uh, Brooksy. Mad dribbler. Uh, yeah. There was a player, we all knew him from his hair, Dennis Rodman. Probably averaged about five points, but there was a se season where he was around the 19, 18 rebounds a game. Yeah. Wow. So his niche was cleaning the boards, offensive, defensive, Boxing out players, he doesn't. He didn't wor worry about scoring. That's why the Bulls got him because they already had Jordan Pippen. They needed like a niche guy that could get the rebounds, get the ball back. So in Dennis the NBL, Rodman. double yes. figure rebounds, ten plus outstanding. In the NBA, what would par rebounds for a rebounder be? Fourteen. The, the lead is around 13, 14 the so last few seasons. He's going close to twenty. Yeah, right. understand how good he's famous, not just for his hair, but his tats and yeah. his. Nail polish marriages and his marriages, yeah, his girlfriends. Yeah. I tell you, just on basketball, I started watching last night on, I think it's Binge, Shaq Docker. Now, Shaq, Shaq's the eldest of four, I think you'll find. And one day he says, oh, why is my surname different? Shaquille O'Neal. And he, I think the other siblings were Henderson or Harrison. Might have been Harrison. And they said, well, look, uh, it's, you've actually got a different dad. And says, so oh, I'm going to go live with him then because the stepdad was quite... And, and ultimately, he loves the stepdad. He, he was a sergeant in the army and served America for a long... 18 years. And he was so hard on him. But all those... That built him, in fact. He said, well, I want to go back home and meet my real dad. So he, he went back and saw where his dad was in the car crash of a life he was living. And within two minutes, he said, no. And then he w gave his stepdad, dad, big cuddle and said, I'm back. But anyway... What happened many, many years down the track, he had no relationship with his real dad. And then his dad out of nowhere turns up on Ricky Lake and says, I'm Shaq's dad. I just want five minutes with him. You know, and then that causes... Can you just imagine that scenario? Oh. But it's a great doco. It's a great doco. One percent as we're talking about. Hey, boys, Brad Clyde, first hit up after a kick return. Johnny Waterfall. And what waterfall? So what we're talking about is... With these one percenters, Jonty Rhodes, just you wouldn't take him on. He'd run you out every time. We're talking about synonymous with something. So if I said to you guys, someone who puts up a bomb in the NRL, do we all think of the same player? 
Who's the player you would not want to take a bomb off in the NRL? Is it Matty Burton? Oh, now, Matty Burton. Yeah. Matty I was Burton. going back to Johnny Peard. I was trying to think of <laughs> Johnny who was Peard. the first man to yeah. make the one percenter. Bomber. So important, John Bomber Peard, but Matty Burton. That's right. Absolutely. The Munster one from Gibbo was a nice one. Would a Gidley flick pass be in that yeah. realm? 100%. Or uh, we should say Paul McGregor being yeah. down here in Wollongong. Yes, but 100% because back in those days, if you said the flick pass synonymous with her, you'd say Matty Gidley. But back to Burton. How far is Burton ahead of Nathan Cleary in terms of being an elite bomber of the ball? Oh, he, he, he's comfortably yeah, the number one. Yeah, We did a... Um, I won't say it was that professional. We <laughs> we counted it ourselves by one, two, three. He's hang time Burton, and it's a different ball, admittedly. He's very similar to the best in the NFL. But again, it's a different ball. So anyway, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. There's a stack here we still need to get to. We appreciate those coming through. Sugar, have you seen Aussie 10-pin bowler Jason Belmonte was the first to have the double-handed release, often ridiculed, but now... One of the game's best, says Matt. Well, that's the type of thing we're after. And that's not Matt Russell, because I used to cover Jason Belmonte. He's an orange yeah. boy. He cut his teeth out in orange and then scaled the world heights of 10-pin bowling. Double-handed release. I want to know where the term, because Fletch loves his stuff, cut his teeth. Where did that come from? one 300 We're coming to you live from Wollongong Golf Club. All thanks to Avcom Projects. Projects, rather, presenting partner of Blitz Golf, Wollongong, Industrial Services, Waste Management and Emergency Response you can trust. A break to the news we go. I'm back with more. Thank you very much, April. Welcome back to the run home with Joel and Matty Russell today. All thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now. And as we said, we are coming to you live from Wollongong Golf Club. All thanks to Avcon Projects, presenting partner of Blitz Golf, Wollongong Industrial Services, Waste Management and Emergency Response. You can trust young 15-year-old Sam Cassio is leading at the moment. We'll talk about him in a moment. Text line, we're talking about percentages. Uh, G'day, Shaggers. 1% player, my idol, John Stockton. Best assists in NBA history. Hell of a point guard, says the Reptile. Rob writes, Kyrgios, the best tennis player to hit between his legs. <laughs> uh, hey, boys, a percenter I really hate. Well, it's still a 1%. You're right, Jawa. Is the diving, faking contact in sport. Brazil's Neymar. Uh, g'day, boys. Surely Emmy War slips catching, says Bakes. So th these are very good ones. Jay says, what about Jack White and has the best long chase of his own kick in the NRL? Um, where's, there's plenty more coming I through. I like that Jack White one. That is a true one percenter. Yes. A lot of fans would not even pick that no, up. No, no, And, and that, that underlines what a one percenter is, Joel. Yeah, that's right. Uh, another one here, the master of backing up, Terry Lamb. Uh, I reckon that's Pappenhausen these days. I reckon Ryan Pappenhausen. Is the Adam says, what about the Scott Gale chip and chase? Bryce writes, uh, boys, for the 1% in NFL terms, it would have to be Devin Hester, the return specialist. He wasn't the best wide receiver or cornerback, but the greatest kick and punt returner of all time. So there's a heap coming through. Keep them coming through, please. Uh, Paul from Brisbane's on the line, one 1170 for Lawn Hub. Hey, Paulie. Hey, boys. Mate, I've got a couple for you. One, we'll go back to the 80s first. Greg Brenton under the high ball, mate. Was absolute, would get above the pack and be safe as houses. And the other one, uh, more recently, is um, Andrew McAmacully. Mate, half a metre out, play the ball, mate. How many times would he get that ball over the line? Like, just, he'd be on every team's cheat sheet. Watch Andrew McCulloch out of dummy half. Yeah, very good nominations there, Matty. Absolutely. I, I like the Andrew McCulloch one too. Andrew McCulloch... Uh, into retirement now, so St. George Illawarra, what does that mean for them next year? So much to play out in terms of what their spine will look like next year. But speaking of spines, first uh, bit of news out of South Sydney today. We know it's coming. It uh, confirmed that 
Cook has signed long-term with Mitchell and Walker to be announced next week. So there's the one, the six and the nine all locking in long-term to South Sydney, which is a great vote of confidence in Jason Dimitriou and underlines why they will be, you'd imagine, a force to be reckoned with for seasons to come. Matty, question uh, without notice. If, if South Sydney, the club, put to their members for a two-year contract... And let's hypothetically say Adam Reynolds 800, Lockie Ilias 400, right? Mm -hmm. Just for the purposes of it, because Lockie would not get the same money as Adam Reynolds. If you said to the club to vote, do you want Adam Reynolds for two years to come back or Lockie Ilias? What's your guess on where that vote would land? I think it would land on Adam Reynolds. Still? I still think that. Landslide? Uh, yes. Yep. Older getting injuries? Yeah, but look what he did for the majority of last season. I know Brisbane tailed off horribly at the back end, yep. but would they have been in a position to tail off if they didn't have Adam Reynolds? Okay, and the caveat will be this. You can never, ever get... And Ilias. this is not a knock on Lachlan Ilias. No, 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 no. But the this caveat... is saying what I think the South Sydney fans would vote for. I'm not a South Sydney no, fan. No, 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 no. I think you're probably right, but the caveat would be you'd never get Ilias back to the club. Okay. Just to make it a little well, bit Why harder. don't we ask them? What's the yeah, let us know feedback what you think. line? Uh, Mark says 1% of Jonathan Thurston, outstanding player, but his goal kicking is also great. Ryan Girdler was an intercept king, says uh, uh, Mark also. Greg from San Susie's been waiting very patiently. G'day, Greg. G'day, Charlie. How you going? Going good, Greggy. Mate, you're 1%. I heard um, somebody nominate Mark War as the best slipper, and you'll always throw in. Tubby and uh, Bobby Simpson in that uh, in that list, but there's one bloke who sits above them all. Never dropped the catch. His name uh, is Ken he's... Greaves, and he and he holds the record for the most number of catches in first class cricket. Six hundred and ten. Six hundred and ten catches, which is more than one hundred and fifty, more than Mark Waugh. Wow. Um... When you said the best slipper who's never caught taken a, a catch in the slips, I thought you might have been referring to Tommy Turbo. <laughs> he had that slip, of course, and uh, but we wish him all the best. Uh, word too, by the way, he might be going to America. Is that right? Well, that's the recommendation from those who've been there in the past. And didn't Latrell head stateside yes, to help yes. recover from his hamstring injury? I was looking at uh, Tommy's record today. So his last four seasons, he played seven games last season. Seven games in 2020 and 12 games in 2019. So three of the last four seasons, yep. he hasn't played more than half the possible games. That's right. The one exception was uh, 2021, 18 games, 28 tries. That was so the they need, need Tommy getting back to that 2021 form. But given that you've got three of the last four seasons littered with soft muscle, soft tissue injuries, yes. and now this other setback in the off-season, there must be some questions being asked about what's Tommy's long-term future in the game. And, and we don't want to be negative about it, but you look at the facts there, yep. and that has to be a question being asked by rugby league fans, especially Manly fans, right? Yeah. He's so, only young still, 26. Yeah, the last... So, just by my quick maths, I, I reckon the last four years, Manly have probably played 80 to 90 games. Tommy Turbo's played 44, so he's running at about 50% or less. Yeah. So... They knew, he's such a great player. He is such a great player. one 300 1170 Are you blokes drunk? The hooker and halfback from Greece were guns in the World Cup. So Serbian Siegel is saying that he would 100% go with Lockie yep. Ilias. Yeah. So it's not clear cut, but let us no. know what you think. Um, oh, this is good. Yeah, PS, uh, one percenter. 
this comes from 641. Menzies' ability to be on the shoulder of Cliffy. That was yep. a little remarkable little... So support play. Support play again. Support play again. One percenters at Bunnies, Cam Murray with a quick play of the ball. Also, Lover Shane, the best non-stop pest. Constantly <laughs> chatting away at Silly Point. Um, keep them coming through. Gutsy head in bad places. Tackling of Jake Friend to win three grand finals. Fellas, Tony from Outback in Ingleburn. Where'd that go? They're all coming through so quick here. We appreciate that too, by the way. Noel Goldthorpe, half step and feed Mundine a half gap. That came through from Tony. Keep them through. one 1170 The run home with Joel and Maddie. It's the last day of our nine days of Dogmas. We all love being with our family for Christmas. And like us, dogs want to be with family too. So, together with Greyhounds as pets, we are making it our mission to find a home for these beautiful dogs in time for Christmas. Today, meet the handsome Chucky who's down here in Wollongong, who is cuddly, adores his humans and loves rules and routine. Hang on, let me go again. Cuddly, adores his and loves rules. That might be me. If you love the sound <laughs> of Chucky, all you need to do is head to gapnsw.com.au. That's gapnsw.com.au. Still to come on the show, Aaron Gorrell, the former Dragon. Jonty Rhodes, the great man. We're looking forward to that. This is The Run Home with Joel and Maddie Russell on this Friday afternoon. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. It's The Run Home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Ah, uh, yes, there's plenty of 1%ers coming through. one 1170 The Run Home with Joel and the local hero, Matty Russell, all <laughs> thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock. Now, we're coming to you live from Wollongong Golf Club for Blitz Golf. And uh, we are here who will join us a bit later, former Illawarra Hawk, Matty Campbell, Oscar Foreman. So, Oscar, was Matty Campbell playing? Yeah, Matty Campbell led them off. But he uh, only teed off, didn't he? Yeah. Whereas Oscar played. Uh, so, oh, well, I think he played. So, but... of, the, of the 24 <laughs> players, where, where did Oscar come? Um, second last, <laughs> only because one bloke pulled out after two holes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, on protest. Plus 20, he was he was an admirable plus 20 through six holes. Yeah, good on, uh, good on you, Oscar. I know it's windy, but Ten please. shots adrift of the closest competitor. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> now, boys, we often look on in amazement at Premier League player contracts, but if you look at Tommy Turbo playing 46 games in four seasons at a conservative average salary of 800k, that's roughly 70,000 per game, says Matt. Yeah, well, that, that's the game. It, it, ultimately, it comes down to winning a comp, and, and I'd argue he's deserving of that. Uh, this comes from Simon. I'm sure he's not very popular in the Kane household, but Steve Price used to be the king of the charge. Now says, Simon, yeah, well, that, that's true. That, let sleeping dogs lie. That was um, obviously my brother Tony Kane, a very, very bad injury, but that, he was very good at the charge down. Actually, here's one for you, Simon. You've reminded me of this. And I was talking to Brandy about this. Have we ever seen a better exponent? And, and Steve Price's charge down was a little bit different. He wasn't trying to get the ball back. He was putting pressure on players. But Matty Russell, you have called rugby league for many, many mm. years so well. Have you ever seen a better exponent of the charge down with results than Viliame Kikia? That's a very good point. How many times listeners will be picturing now Viliame Kikia racing through over a, a loose ball that he has charged down? Yep, or scored off. Yeah. I, I can't in my history, and maybe you listeners can ever recall in the history of the game, a more profitable player from the charge down. How excited are Canterbury fans about Viliami Kikau about the season ahead? Oh, Reed Marnie, list goes on. one 300 The run home with Joel and Matty Russell on this Friday.